Welcome to Frankly. I'm Amy. And I'm Leslie. Every week, we sit down and have a frank conversation like childhood besties do. We We keep keep it (laughs) real. This is our second episode doing it not together. So via Zoom. So everyone bear with us and our in our intro. The lip reading in over over camera is a little bit more tough. Yeah. But we're doing it. We're doing it. Well, welcome everyone to our frankly episode. And this is gonna be I loved our last episode, but this might be my favorite one because we have a great because we have a guest. And it's Meredith, my sister. Hello. Hello, <laughs> The infamous Meredith Grimm is here with us today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe a- after today. <laughs> She's a producer. She produces advertisements, commercials. So she is hot to trot. And we are so happy to have her on this episode. Hi, Meredith. Hello. I'm going to check the audio levels after this just to make sure we're good. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to produce our episodes from now on. <laughs> she doesn't know that yet. <laughs> um, so Meredith, this is I will, forever all of our audience. This is my sister Meredith. She is the middle sister. We have one more Allison who's the oldest. And um, Meredith, I want to tell one story about Meredith. She has been taking care of me since day one. And one of the best, probably most embarrassing memories for me of how <laughs> Meredith has taken care of me, has loved me, and has taken me on as her own. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is when I was 21, turned 21, and we were in New York City. You know, we got to celebrate big. And um, yes, yep, I'm telling that story. Uh, so <laughs> at that time, I was really into salsa dancing, and we went to the salsa club. And I had a little, I can never do rum and cokes ever again. Like I'm officially spoiled for me, but that was, a, that was a last, yeah, absolutely ruined. That was the last drink I had before I think I was just a, obliterated and I was puking in the bathroom a lot and and they we were lost her in the club for a while we we're like where did she go <laughs> I was sprawled out in the bathroom and I'm and they had they had someone in the bathroom that like passes out like mints and like floss like and she literally did not say anything to me she just like was sitting in there as I was it's probably like a typical Saturday night that's or probably something. true yeah. anyway so they lost me for a minute but I came back and of course, Meredith being the caring person, we ended up leaving. And I don't know, I don't think Allison left early, right? Yeah. Yep. Allison left early. And so Meredith took me into a pregnant. Was she pregnant? No. No, I think she just was like tired or something. Um, and then we so we got into a cab and I was like, Meredith. I think I'm going to throw up. And she's like, absolutely not. You're not throwing up in this taxi. They're going to charge like $300. You are not throwing up in this taxi. And I was like, nope, I'm going to hurl. And so she really, in like the speed of light, she ripped everything out of my purse. And I rolled the windows down. And granted, this was like beginning of November and it was a cold fall. Like I swear it was snowing. And she like made a comment just so it's not initial. Oh yeah. So we need some fresh air. Like just so the taxi driver thought that we were just trying to get, you know, like we were warm. We were warm or something. And I literally like on time I just hurled in my purse. 
so but I'd already taken everything out mm-hmm. and I had all your stuff in my purse and yeah. my, my coat and you're something. like it's gonna be okay you're gonna be okay you're just like just stay quiet so they don't think that you like vomited anywhere and she took me upstairs <laughs> and she like unclothed me put me in the shower <laughs> left me <Threw> away <laughs> first <laughs> left me there for a little bit but came back and then she propped me up on you know in the couch and I woke up at a 90 degree angle and <laughs> gotta sleep sitting up when you're that drunk <laughs> but she took Pro care, tip she took care of me and it's not like she was like I don't know if you were completely I don't think you were, were sober either but you weren't as bad as me and she just like took care of me in New York City and so I've, uh, before that and since then she just has has always taken care of me so Aww. that was a long story but this is some perspective into what we're going to talk about today about how great Meredith is and she's a dime piece and so what's our topic today Amy? Today we are going to talk, since neither you or I have any experience in this whatsoever, we had to bring in an expert. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Expert on dating during the COVID 2020 quarantine. I know this is like a new topic. Uh, Who knows how long it'll last? I mean, we're still in quarantine and COVID, so this is a situation. Probably applicable for at least another six plus months right yeah <laughs> so. people haven't even date like started going into the dating world since covid so this might be some great fresh information that's true right. well thanks for being here Mayor. of course thanks for having me and so we're, we brought her in just because well she disclaimer she is in a committed relationship right now <laughs> but she will disclose and before she found her man what that was like right that's true yes yeah. So we're going to like rewind. Spoiler, Leslie. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. You're on that. She found her man during COVID quarantine. I can do it. Anyone can do it. <laughs> so. Inspiration for the masses. <laughs> There's hope, ladies <laughs> and gents. And gents, yes. So I guess my first question right off the bat, Mayor, is what made you like how long was it before you were like okay enough's enough like I know we're in quarantine but like I gotta get out and start talking to some guys you know yeah so I had been single for I don't know maybe six months a little less than six months um before quarantine hit um so you know took some time to start healing and then I started kind of getting back into dating um just casually um a couple of months before, you know, this all hit last March. So I'd already kind of been dating a little bit. It just, you know, with this new way the world was working, you know, just new things to kind of figure out um, while dating. Was it much different just because, I mean, you're still online, like that didn't change at all. You're still swiping or whatever that they do nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mostly was dating on dating um, apps, so it wasn't too different. Although, you know, I did have some friends who were, you know, um, fixing me up with their friends, which it was harder to like get together with people, you know, after last March. Right. So that was different. Um, I wasn't really being set up as much, which is fine. Um, so yeah, so yeah, it was mostly kind of dating on apps before and then dating during. Mm-hmm. Didn't the apps, they added in like a new feature where instead of like meeting face-to-face, there was like a Zoom version that you could like FaceTime the app or something? Yeah, so I was, uh, I've only been on Bumble, so I can only speak for what Bumble did. But yeah, it was like a couple weeks after we kind of knew this was not going away, right? Because at the beginning of quarantine, we we're like, oh yeah, it's like two or three weeks, then we'll be back to normal. You know, everyone thought this 
same thing, but um, it was probably maybe a month after that. So sometime in April, maybe um, they put like uh, different things on your profile. So you could say like, I'm willing to meet with other people or I'm willing to meet with masks or I'm only willing to video chat or, you know, so you basically said like right up front before anyone swiped right or left, what you were comfortable doing dating wise. Hey, that's pretty neat. So you don't have to like have the awkward conversation you already yeah. kind of knew right off the bat what they, how far they're willing to go mm-hmm. for love or for other things. <laughs> For a good time. For a good time. <laughs> we saw that. Whatever you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, so when lockdown started, uh, how did I guess you kind of said that a little bit, but more so, how did your, how did you think about your interactions with someone that you could potentially have a connection with? Did you think like what you're like? I'm not going to meet them first, or what kind of series of um, questions or things that they have to pass for you to be like, okay, I'm willing to, you know, meet you in person or, or, you know, like, or not just first doing like the video chats or were you actually just like talking to them to then go on a date? Yeah. So I would say I was probably a little more picky about who I would spend, you know, quote unquote, spend time with after quarantine, because it's not like I was going on a ton of dates like before, but you know, if I, like there was some interest, like mutual interest, like I, you know, would be down to meet someone on a first date, you know, prior to that. But, um, you know, especially meeting people in person, it was like, are they worth it? You know, spreading my germs <laughs> to, or them spreading their germs to me, you know, it was like COVID. Yeah. It adds a little bit of pressure, like maybe a, a level of seriousness that maybe wasn't there prior to, mm-hmm. um, but at the beginning of quarantine, you know, a couple months in, I was uh, chatting with people on, you know, FaceTime or texting or, or Zoom or, you know, video chats more than, than meeting in person. I didn't, you know, meet anyone in person for quite a while. So got to stay safe. <laughs> it's so funny because it, I, I can, I'm only imagining when someone makes a decision, like, okay, I'm going to go on an in-person date. And then they're like, okay, I have to like give this guy a 14 day trial because that's like my quarantine period. So like, you've got 14 days to like make it good. Yeah. yeah. Or you better be worth it. Right. Right. <laughs> or I had some friends who would go on, um, you know, in-person dates, but distance, like they'd go to a park and, you know, you know, they each would bring like a picnic stuff and then they would like, you know, meet in person, but be like six feet apart and, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Right. Awkward first day. Yeah. I just feel like that would be so awkward. Well, do you know what? You could totally fart and the other person would have no idea. It was silent and they couldn't smell it six feet away with a mask on. Very true. That's get away true. With some stuff. Yes. Yeah. But also, yeah, it kind of forces people, A, to be a little more serious, but you have to like have more serious conversations in the beginning because not only are you asking what they've done, like who they've been around, but also since you don't have your less likely to immediately go to the physical right if you're talking online in the beginning you have to have an emotional connection emotional connection and you are able to tell a little bit better if you're willing to make the risk to see them in person yeah and it's in in this new level of uh caution is is like another level of uh or layer of dating like that you're considering for another person too right so I mean we see this in our friendships and family like if people take COVID the same 
you know, way that we do, like they're cautious around other people or they don't see other people or whatever. You kind of have to like get a sense of how serious this other person is taking it mm-hmm. for like, and to see if it's on the same page with what your, you know, level of seriousness is and then whether you actually want to meet in person. It's like, I don't know, you kind of have to like suss that out before deciding to meet someone. So I'm just curious, like, you know, when, when you're not concerned in the normal world, you're not concerned about getting a virus, would a normal average person that's like dating and just like wanting to be physical and intimate with somebody, whether it's their first date or their fifth date, I'm almost wondering if COVID almost puts a, a barrier on that because you, you're forcing yourself, if you are someone that like wants to go at the speed you want to go, is it forcing somebody to like, m- draw out that process and not get intimate because of COVID. Yeah, probably. I mean, again, it's like, depend, depends on what each person, you know, how they, how cautious they are. And if um, they want to get not, in, if, they're going to get in. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> <laughs> if both people are mutually, you know, not cautious, like whatever, but yeah, I would say for me, like, um, not that I'm, I don't know, I'm like super intimate upfront or something, but like, you know, that I just like didn't have that same, the same opportunities even um, for any type of like physical affection or whatever. I'm saying like the people that just use those sites to get, just to have one night stands and that's really what they're there for. Yeah. I'm curious if that um, hindered them at all or if COVID has like changed that or if they just didn't care. Yeah. I don't know. And they just went on a dry spell, you know, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else in the audience that's listening to this <laughs> yeah. who who may who maybe can answer this, please message us. So we'd like we're interested. We would like to know. Like to know. <laughs> Inquiring minds. Okay, so you said you just use Bumble, right? Mm-hmm. Did you ever check out any like you use Bumble, but did you check out any other app during quarantine? You know, I didn't. Um, one of my friends, uh, we kind of were like online dating, you know, together. We would share stories and you know, meet up you know, share our experiences together. She was on, I want to say all of them. <laughs> she was on Bumble and Tinder and Hinge. plenty of fish, Hinge. Plenty of fish. I've never heard of that one. Um, Hinge was for um, coffee meets bagel. I don't think bagel that. meets coffee. <laughs> That's a cute name though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she was on quite a bit of the, uh, quite a few of them. And she said that she's like, saw the same people, like, you know, across, and then you got to like, you know, swipe left of the same people every time. Like, I just a lot of work, yeah. <laughs> sounds like for her. I don't know. I liked Bumble because it was, at least for heterosexual relationships, the like female uh, is in the position of power in some sense where right. if you match with somebody, but we both swipe right on each other then it's the girl who has to say something, the first thing. They have to basically open up the conversation. And if you don't do that, then after 24 hours, that like expires. So you like have to match with them to be able to talk to them. Yeah, so it like kind of, it, um, it gives gives some girls some power, empowers women, love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I chose that one and I'd been on it before briefly. So it was... I knew how to use it and stuff. I don't know if you <laughs> want to disclose, but what was your go-to phrase that you would start off a conversation by? <laughs> I did. I, I think I remember so funny. I want to hear it. Um, it was, um, yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> did you fall from a vending machine? Because you are a snack. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so 
wait wait a minute did that actually work did the guy is your current boyfriend is that the route that you took it is I use that several guys and like I I don't know I feel like it told me a lot like their answers told me a lot about their personalities and stuff like I love to start off with like a, something funny something light like I'm you know I have a good sense of humor I like to just yeah. like put that out there first and like some guys were like super weird about it and we're like I'm not a snack I'm the whole meal and oh, I'm like all right that's this is gonna work you out. wish you were a whole meal <laughs> yeah right it's probably the, it's probably the snack size you know the miniature size I'm a Chick-fil-A meal and the shake yeah. <laughs> right. I was like ah it's not gonna work out between us but like people, I don't know the guys that had like good sense of humor too like laughing and you know could kind of play along like you know it was a good kind of initial test for me at least on personal what, what was your man's response uh he definitely laughed and I don't know what he said something like kind of awkward but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah something so cute, cute. Yeah. oh I love that so um through your dating process in COVID, during COVID times, was there like, did you set up like, okay, stage one, this is what happens, you know, like you, you guys came up with a criteria or like did, yeah. you and your friend, I think you guys are both on the dating apps together, kind of going back and forth. So we I want to hear all about this. Yep. So we had some phases. I mean, we were joking and I think drinking at the time when we made this, <laughs> but I'm pretty good. I'll read it to you guys. Okay. So three phases dating in quarantine. Phase one, where you download Bumble or your dating app of choice and hone in on prospects. All right. Did that. Phase two, video chat and eliminate any outliers. You know, just yeah. get in there, find out more about these guys, what's going to work, what's not going to work. Narrow it down. <laughs> phase three, the best phase, is uh, hoe down. <laughs> a hoe down yeehaw if it's working out if you guys are compatible maybe meet up in person who knows uh well, there's an asterisk in there which is probably should scan for viruses somewhere in there but we'll play that by ear <laughs> i love that what? what temperature check yeah right temperature check i love <laughs> that check? Yeah. i know because the first two phases you're kind of like you're picking off the ones that are not worth it and you're like mm -hmm. all right let's giddy up <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious so i'm i want to hear a funny story like was there anything that comes to mind that a guy said to you maybe about covid or maybe about like i don't know I don't know. I haven't dated in years. What? So tell me something cool and interesting that may have happened. To some what? Some weird guy told you or something? Yeah. Oh what is gosh. It like? What is it like? You know, I actually the people that I ended up matching with, um, I didn't have any like creeps or like I don't know. I I don't have any like really bad stories. I know some of my friends have had some weird stories, but you don't have a story where a guy was immediately like, "Let's meet tonight," and you're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like COVID. Hello. Yeah, there were some people who were like, yeah, like, do you want to meet up this weekend? And I'm like, no, not particular, you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> not into that, but. I was not, this was in COVID, but back in the day, you know, I think it was during college. I can't remember which app it was, but someone I swiped right on, the first thing they messaged me, I think it was Tinder, because they met, it was a guy that messaged me first. The first thing he wrote is, can you sit on my face? Oh. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> you're like oh let me tell you no I think I was I was I like knew exactly what that meant and I literally like acted so down I'm like wait like what do you like what are you are you meaning by this you mean like 
you know, I like made something. I said it sounds super like, you know, like I didn't understand what he was saying and had him like, you know, explain. And he <laughs> he got real. He got real frustrated after I kept him like, wait, but how does that work? Wait, what's you know, like oh I can't really understand how how that is gonna you know like. And he got so frustrated. Oh and, you know, I just kept responding. So. <laughs> Yeah, I was lucky and, and had very respectful men that I that I ended up chatting with. You just have an automatic eye. You're just like, oh, yeah, that guy looks like a good a good match. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you can just tell a lot about people's photos too, of like maybe what kind of person they are, or how friendly they are, or genuine or whatever. So that's true. Like if they have a dog in the photo versus you know if they're like at a character, <laughs> like. No fish photos, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those men are holding fish. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about men that are like holding a little kitty cat. It's just a little bit weird for me. I know you both are cat ladies, but there's something about it. A single man has a cat. I know quite a few single men that have cats. They're good guys, but it's just not up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, swipe left. To each other. I'm like, allergies. I'm sneezing already just looking at these photos. <laughs> yeah, right. Ah, I love that. Um, so okay. other any other things that kind of stood out that that were different um, dating, virtual dating, I guess in in COVID era that kind of stood out to you. Um, I don't know. I mean, again, it's just you know, I feel like I I maybe took more time to talking to people like. I maybe prior to, to quarantine, you know, you talk with someone for maybe a, a week, you know, or two, and then like meet up like this, this time, maybe it was, it was drawn out a little bit more. Um, like, you know, this one guy didn't have, and we were talking for maybe three or four weeks before we, um, we video chatted here and there, but like, um, before we met in person, um, and, and my current boyfriend too, I kind of, um, granted I was working and, you know, was busy, but we didn't end up meeting in person for at least a month either. So wow. yeah, just, I don't know, just took my time. <laughs> you feel like it was, what was that dating show that we started watching in the beginning of quarantine? That was, they only could see each other. They couldn't see each other. It was through oh, this. Oh, blind, lo- love, is blind. love is blind. Did it remind you a little bit of that, that you really, even that you, you could have physically gone to see them, but like covid was preventing you so it was like you got to flush out all of those questions that you had prior yeah i think so um again just like making more of a, an emotional connection before any type of like physical i don't know fireworks or whatever it is you know um compatibility too like that was i think just based on my personality type too like that was really helpful for me um just to like get to know people maybe on a deeper level before um you know meeting them in person so mm-hmm. did I appreciate that did you feel comfortable enough to ask them if you did start talking about meeting in person what they were doing or um what they felt comfortable with yeah definitely um I ended up only meeting a couple people in person so it didn't sound like it happened all all the time um yeah. but the people that I did end up meeting up with um yeah we I mean we talked quite a bit about and again, it's like, if you're talking to someone every day for a while, you kind of get to know their routines and like know who they're hanging out with and right. who they're not hanging out with, you know, based on what they tell you or whatever. So you get a good sense of, of what they're doing to be safe. And, and then you talk about, you know, what you want to do when you meet up, is it distant? Is it not, you know, whatever. So 
I have a friend that was telling me in her experience with dating during COVID, she felt like she was having to get more personal asking a lot of like the COVID type questions more than in the past, the questions she would ask, for example, if she knew she was going to go down the road to have sex with them, all of the like STD questions and like, who have you slept with? Mm. She had to ask more. She felt like she had to ask more regarding COVID versus STDs and stuff like that. Mm. STI, is that what they call them now? STIs, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's interesting. Like kind of shifts your health, you know, medical perspective on <laughs> some more of who who is who have you been with? COVID version. Yeah. You know, <laughs> who have you been around versus what's your body count <laughs> in your household? In your household. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That is hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh okay, so I finally, I don't know if this is the right time, but I want to get to the good story that we all know that's coming up. <laughs> Meredith has a wonderful story about a date that you went on, right? I, yeah. And how it affected the rest of COVID for you. That's true. An in-person right. date with one of these mystery men. True. And I don't even want to say anything. I'm going to let you tell the whole thing. Okay. And then we'll maybe chime in, but it's so good and so <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. 2020. What a year. Um, so I had been talking to this guy for, I'm going to say um, three or four weeks and we'd been FaceTiming and texting and we were like, we should get together and meet in person. But again, it was like the start of quarantine and we both wanted to be safe. So we were like, what can we do outside? It was starting to get warm here as the beginning of April. Um, but still be together. So we both like playing tennis. So we were like, we should play tennis. So we met up at a tennis court um, near his house, which is maybe 25 minutes from where I live. Um, showed up and like had some Gatorade. I petted his dog. Oh. Oh. And, you know, we decided his actual dog. His actual dog. Got <laughs> some eyebrows on the Zoom here. Um, well, his the adorable dog who... First- looks like the dog emoji by the way the cutest little dog oh has like a little spot on his eye yeah that's adorable so cute um so anyway so we started playing tennis we played probably a set we were I think we were in the second set I was losing terribly which is unfortunate but I still had a good time. disclaimer Meredith is really good at tennis she was like the MVP in high school maybe in high school and <laughs> she killed it so that was a good singles, weren't you I was one singles, but that was a good 10 years ago. And here we are. <laughs> so she still got skills, but I still like to play. Uh, so anyways, so we were playing, I was like, you know, a couple of games in the second set. And I, so this guy, um, he was super good at drop shots, which is basically when you, uh, mm. when you, uh, hit the tennis ball and it and it lands like closer to the net so then the other person has to like run and and you know hurry to try forward for their lives to save it because you yep. cannot lose on a first date no <laughs> so he had a drop shot and I you know jumped off the baseline to like try to get it and I both heard and Ugh. felt something snap no. in my ankle and I fell to the ground, like knee on the ground. And he like rushed over and he was like, oh my gosh, like, are you okay? And I was like, no, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> I am not. not okay. I know for sure that oh. I am not okay. So I like kind of like lifted myself up on my tennis racket and was like hobbling over. I could get kind of put some weight on my leg, hobbling over. And there was this other couple who was waiting for the court and they were like, oh, like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? I was like, I, you know, I don't know, like figuring it out, but 
Uh, but the guy was like, I think we're done. <laughs> like, I don't think it, that's the end of our you tennis match. another match, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, you guys can, you know, get on the court, no problem. So um, we like got all our stuff. He like grabbed his dog and like, we like kind of, you know, went off the court and I was like describing like what I felt and he like had played sports and he was like, I think, you know, that's your Achilles. And I was like, oh, like really? Like, <laughs> is that what it is? And he was like, yeah, like you should drive home other like now, otherwise you're not going to be able to like drive in like 30 minutes. Like it's going to swell and like, whatever. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like I guess, I guess I'm going to go home. So I got in my car and he was like, you know, text me when you get home. Like if you need help, like, let me know, whatever. Um, but I had my car there. So I, I like needed to get my car home. A couple, I've told the story to a couple people and people, like, people are like, he didn't drive you to the hospital. Like that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was like, you need to drive home with your foot that's no, no. <laughs> ripped in half. But it's like, you think about like COVID, like this was a time where no one wanted to go to the hospital unnecessarily. Right. To, like I wasn't trying to go to the hospital unless I needed to. And I didn't quite know how serious it was. And you know, whatever. So I was like, it's fine. Like I'll drive home. So also you guys are playing outside. Like right? you wanted to be in the same car together. Right. Right. right exactly. Um, and so I used cruise control <laughs> and my left foot to drive home 25 minutes. And I called my sister, Leslie, <laughs> way home, which um, granted she has no medical background <laughs> I whatsoever. Do not, I do not. I feel, which I have plenty of friends who are nurses. And <laughs> but she called me. I called my sister. Little right? Leslie. I know. I was crying by then. I couldn't cry in front of this guy, but I cried on the way home. And I was like, Leslie, this is what I think happened. Like, should I go to the hospital or do you think I should go home? And, and she was like, let me look up like the, let I was me on, Google it and I'll call you back. I was on WebMD. I'm like, okay, well, according to WebMD, you're about to die. No. So you need to pull over. <laughs> you came out of the room and you're like, oh my gosh, my sister was just on a date. And I think she ruptured her Achilles tendon. What do we do? Like, and I was just like, oh, I'm, that's terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have no idea. Anyway, so Leslie was like, can you point your toe? And I was like, I think so. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to go home and then call my doctor. And this was a Sunday afternoon, right? So I couldn't like call the doctor until the next day. So I went home and I iced my ankle. By the next day, it was like super swollen, like whatever. So I called my doctor and I did like a video chat with her. And she was like, oh, yeah, like you definitely need x-rays. And so she gave me, um, you yeah, know, that's never good when a doctor first sees it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, Ooh. her reaction was, oh, oh yikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so she gave me like um, some orthopedic surgeon, like uh, contacts to call. And, and this guy was like following up on, you know, with me. And he was like, are you OK? And I was like, no, I'm not OK. Like sending him photos of like my swollen ankle <laughs> like it's not looking good anyway so I this happened on a Sunday I called my doctor on Monday I wasn't able to get an x-ray until Friday so it was like most of the week oh just like gosh. you know limping around my heart which by then like we were all working from home so it wasn't like I needed to go anywhere but still um and this guy was offering to like bring me groceries and like you know was super sweet about it oh um, what a sweetie yeah <laughs> So anyway, on Friday, I got an x-ray and the surgeon was like, yeah, you ruptured your Achilles. Uh, but like, we need to get you in surgery. And so by that following Tuesday, I was in surgery <laughs> and they repaired my 
I can only use 10 And so this is a first date in COVID. <laughs> I know. The guy probably felt like he needed. He felt so bad. He probably too. felt like he needed to marry you afterwards because he <laughs> felt guilty. He's like, okay. I have some questions about him. Number one, is he still single? Do you know? Um, and this is not, are you still with this guy? No, I'm not with this guy. Such a sweet guy. Um, decided it was better with your friends. Um, I don't know if he's single. You need uh, to find out because what if one of our listeners is just like, oh my gosh, so that's sweet. so sweet. He checked I recommend such a good guy. Um, he's a- <laughs> we'll <laughs> yes. put up a little ad for him if he <laughs> consents. <laughs> we need to call him and see how he's doing. We'll check in on him. Yes, yes, yes. Put him on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so and so he have to did he actually ever like drop off groceries or anything? No, only because I said not to. Like like he definitely would have done it, but I was like, it's fine. Like I, you know, can get groceries delivered and my parents ended up coming and bringing food and stuff like that. So how did that fizzle out? How do you be like how do you go from like, oh yeah, I caused you to to have rupture your Achilles to like, okay, bye, we're not talking anymore. <laughs> Well, we were talking for probably another couple weeks after that, um, you know, after my surgery and, and whatever. And he was so sweet. He was like, you know, when you're a little better and it's like past quarantine, like I'll pick you up and I'll like, you know, <laughs> you have a little, what are those little like scooters? Uh, scooters. <laughs> he was like, we can scooter around. Like, um, but no, I don't know. I just, I, it was more uh, maybe on my side. I just kind of decided it like wasn't wasn't right for me which is totally fine you just had PTSD is I think what it really was <laughs> talk to him you you like, were every, you're like every single time I see your face I just like get reminded oh, brace myself. Oh, oh, no, just <laughs> I'm sorry we have to end this you're my trigger uh, <laughs> no no just decided to be friends and after that I definitely took a break from dating <laughs> I was like <laughs> I just need to take it easy. Went back down to phase zero. <laughs> Learn to walk again. <laughs> so. And you were, you told me that you were planning on getting a puppy in the beginning of um, like COVID, but because you. Tori- I'm glad I didn't though. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have been able to walk it. <laughs> <laughs> well, <that's- laughs> oh, poor little guy. <laughs> that's a great story. That's like insane. Like, I don't know if anyone else has a cool crazy story and like rupturing your achilles isn't something that like you have surgery on it's like you're good in like you know, like a couple weeks or even months like it's like nine to twelve month like recovery like i was in a cast for two weeks and then a walking boot for three months oh my gosh and then i was doing physical therapy therapy for almost five months and i took a break just because i've been traveling and stuff and but i might go back to physical therapy in the spring just to uh build muscle back so that's like a long recovery yes. time but good thing you were working from home it's COVID so yeah. you didn't have to go I was anywhere. gonna say like if there was if there was a good time to get injured like this was it just because yeah I was working from home I didn't have to travel for work for quite a few months and like I could just heal and focus on resting and all that so did it make for a good story you go on other dates and you're like okay you can't it's gonna be hard to screw this one up because my last one was screwed up by it was funny so my first uh in-person date with my boyfriend um we were gonna meet up for dinner and it, this was like after a month of talking and we were like all right let's meet at like an outdoor like restaurant meet on a patio somewhere and you know I told him like I was injured and I was gonna be in my walking boot and like whatever 
And so I was like, yeah, like you can't miss me. I'll be the one like limping to the table. (laughs) (laughs) But he was so sweet. He like, he got there early. And when I I texted him, I got there. And so he like walked outside to like walk me in. (laughs) So cute. That's why he's a keeper. He is for sure. That's pretty great. And so, and he did not break the other foot or anything. No, no still, no, no other injuries. No other injuries. <laughs> we need to go deeper into this, into your man. So obviously to our listeners, they know that you've, you've found a man in quarantine. That's number one. Yeah. Kudos to you. That's thank you. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Again. You found him on Bumble. Yes. Yep. On Bumble. So we... I, I dropped my line. He passed the test. He has a good sense of humor. Inappropriate. Yeah. Inappropriate message. Back. Um, and we found out that we were both from the same town and we both went to the same high school. I didn't know that. Um, but we were there at different times. He's a few years older than me. So we never like crossed paths in high school. But his brother actually knows our older sister and we have some other mutual friends, which, which was just coincidence. Um, so yeah, we met on Bumble. We're talking for a while. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of gave him the runaround <laughs> for the, for a while just because I wasn't sure about you know if I was even ready to kind of start dating again, and you know was pretty triggered as you mentioned. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just um, but no, I was just kind of deciding if emotionally I was kind of in a in a good place um, to start a relationship or kind of start getting serious. Um, so anyway, so we ended up meeting, um, in person, had that first date. And then I think our second date was maybe a week or two later. And we, um, went on a bike ride, uh, downtown Detroit. So Mm -hmm. again, somewhat distanced and And you guys both live like alone. So you like ever, after every interaction, you guys are both just going home alone. It's not like you were you know like going back to family and you being really safe about it too yeah yeah we both have very similar kind of views on on social distancing and and whatever so I felt safe like meeting him in person Mm -hmm. um so yeah I think after that second date though it was kind of like all right like this could be something really good so and he's Brazilian yes he is um he and he's adorable and I approve (laughs) and hello out there <laughs> Alex hey <laughs> I don't know if you want to say his name or not but I, <laughs> I totally had forgotten his name yeah, us grim girls we love our foreigners <laughs> foreign men we sure do um yeah we just spent the month of December in Brazil actually um so yeah he has a bunch of family down there and we decided to work remotely for for a month because we're still working remotely and can work from anywhere so we met a bunch of his family and went to South America it was awesome yeah insane that's amazing and that started from dating in quarantine it's true <laughs> success story this is that's success. like the biggest success story <laughs> you go from tearing your Achilles to finding true love like what else could you have 2020 what a year what a year <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who knows what 2021 is going to hold for you? Hopefully less exciting. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, okay, so out of all of your experiences and your friends' experiences with dating during quarantine, what is something that you learned? I would say just dating in general. Um, it's okay if someone is not right for you. 
And it's okay if you're not right for someone else. I just, I think, well, you know, when I was like younger dating relationships, like I feel like you put so much pressure on like the other person being perfect for you or mm-hmm. I don't know, just like if some, if you have feelings for someone, they should have feelings for you back and like unrealistic if, expectations. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And I think, you know, I've dated so many um, awesome guys this past year, just, and, and I think too, like meeting so many good people it was just a good reminder that like there are good people out there and it's okay if they're not right for you like you know I made friends um you know with some of them and and still keep in touch and I don't know you just you're trying to find what's best for you and and try to be as empathetic and and courteous I would say too to other people as you can like dating does not have to be this like dramatic like thing that you know breaks your heart all the time and whatever like I just I feel like just take everything with a grain of salt like really focus on what you're looking for and you know hopefully the other person does too and if it's right you'll find each other and 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 it'll feel right and to both of you so I love that it doesn't have to be like a dramatic end like oh yeah we can't be together or we're not right for each other but having like an adult conversation where it's not you're like yes yeah we're just we're not a good match and that's that nothing and it doesn't have to be anything like negative about the other person yeah. it's just you know sometimes it just doesn't feel right so and that's okay and so. that's totally okay yes I love that <laughs> I love that <laughs> that was such a that so great I think a lot of people probably learned or at least hopefully laughed yeah. <laughs> well, they learned because this is she. We gave some, you know, criteria of what you look for and how what questions you ask about dating and quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, what advice? Yeah, I'm gonna ask. What advice do you have for maybe somebody that is now just finally stepping out and getting back into the dating world? And during COVID era. Yeah, I would say at least the approach that I took seemed to work out fine for me. So maybe it'll work for someone else. But I would just say, kind of take it slow. Um, and you know, again, it's like, we're all going through such a crazy year and like, it's like silly. It's an advertising word, you know, phrase, but unprecedented times. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and it's like, just give yourself and other people some grace too. Like you don't have to be like texting everybody all day, every day. Like people, you know, are trying to like figure out what their lives look like in this kind of new way of, of living and, I don't know just don't put the pressure on <laughs> is is what I would say like slow down get to know people if there's a spark there like it'll show um pursue things that you want to pursue and if for some reason it doesn't work out like follow your inter- intuition and and just stay true to you I would say I think people are craving connection just because we're so isolated and so mate your perspective of you know hey it didn't work out with you however like you're a cool guy, we could be friends kind of a thing. I think that, I don't know if that's a new thing or if it's something that COVID has kind of brought out from all of us of like, I still enjoy like being friends with you when maybe before you'd just be like, okay, yeah, screw you. I've already got my friends. I'm already, I have plans all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think just like making connections with people this year has been so great. Like you know, obviously the friends that I already have, like, you know, FaceTiming more and Zooming more, but just new people that I've met on dating apps and whatever, like, they're just good people out there and, you know, maybe not romantic partners, but good friends. And it's a good reminder that 
There's some good we're ones. All in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is. I mean, because you hear most of the negative stories about dating and all these guys, you know, for the girl perspective, oh, this guy said this nasty thing to me, or, you know, these all these a holes or whatever. But there are good men out there. There are. There are a lot of good men out there. And there's a lot of good men on apps. Not all of them are bad apples, right? Mm hmm. Very true. Some of them are. <laughs> some of them Lots are, of but some of them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get that guy. I'm saying there are, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but there are good ones. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you can be on your own journey, Meredith. You've been on your own journey this year, and through many things, and have found love. Mm. And it's just amazing. It's so cool to hear your story, and we'd love to hear everyone that's listening. If you guys have any stories about dating and quarantine or what that's like for you and any fun stories, please share on our Instagram or on our website um, in the comment section. So we'd love to hear. All right, Meredith, thank you so much for being on this podcast with us. Thank this has you. been the best ever. She Our is first guest appearance and you knocked it out of the park. So thank yeah. you. We love every moment. You are so amazing. <laughs> she is one of two best sisters because <laughs> I have two sisters. So both of them are the best. She is yeah. the third sister wife. Let's not forget that. She's the third sister wife? No, you, you said what two of one of two great sisters. And I said, well, don't forget you have a sister wife. Oh yeah. 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 Out of three. Great sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot my bad. <laughs> well, thank you guys yeah. so much for having me. Love you both. Yay. <laughs> and we can't wait to uh, see what 2021 has in store for you. Yeah. We can't wait to interview Alex actually to get yeah. his side of the story. A follow-up about his perspective on dating and quarantine and what it was like meeting you and that whole. Maybe he has some juicy stories of weird girls that said some weird stuff to him. I cannot wait to ask. He's told me a couple things. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> stay tuned because we're going to bring him back. Both bring him back he's never been oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna bring him and bring meredith back and it'll be a part two for sure that sounds great but thank you everyone for tuning in and like we always say ta-ta for now